Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, live here, Dallas, Texas, living the good life show. I'm going to head over to uh, Las Vegas, though. We got Ryan Kramer out there on this great week, Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing? The Sports Gambling Podcast is uh, live and direct, huh? Boots on the ground out here in beautiful Las Vegas. Uh, you know, already had the obligatory bump in with uh, Joe Montana at a steakhouse. Saw Jerry Rice down at the uh, media center. So it was great, great start. Although, you know, the, the, the biggest guy that we saw or I saw, uh, Frank Thomas, not even a football guy. So saw the big hurt. Uh, yeah, good, good time. Boots on the ground. And yeah, it's only Wednesday. So things tend to start to heat up Thursday and Friday. Yeah, uh, you know, this is a big, obviously, big week. Uh, seems like everything, uh, there's always something going on on a daily basis. Um, but at the end of the day, Sunday is the day. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of projections and predictions and all that kind of stuff going, you know, going on around the world. And I guess we'll start with your ultimate prediction. What do you think is going to go down? My ultimate prediction, I do think that uh, when you, especially when you look at the point spread, the San Francisco 49ers, had this game been played just four weeks ago, probably would have been three, three and a half point favorites. And seeing that uh, the Chiefs have gotten some love, because guess what? It's Patrick Mahomes. I think there's value there. And I don't think this is the same type of Chiefs team we've seen in the past. And so... I think they're a defense first, run the ball, and I wonder if they're going to be able to keep up if on the clean clean turf, uh, nice weather in Las Vegas, if the Niners are able to get out and start going. And so I, I'm going to come into this game thinking, like, you know what, this is the, the game that Shanahan gets over the hump. This is the game where we don't have to crown Mahomes as the GOAT all already. I got a final score prediction, 31-23. Niners get the win. Niners cover. And I'll, here's the hot take. Hmm. Christian McCaffrey wins the MVP. He's, he's four and a half to one right now. Uh, that, that, to me, is the angle. I think, I think this kind of culminates a lot of things for, for some folks. And unfortunately, we have to tolerate obnoxious 49er fans hmm. uh, for the offseason being crowned as champions. Yeah, I mean, I'm rooting for uh, the NFC, no doubt about it. Uh, as far as uh, what's going to happen, I mean, you know, people people really have been dissecting this in so many different ways. I mean, they're already calling Patrick Mahomes the GOAT, you know, uh, and, I, you know, Tom Brady's handled that pretty well. You know, you see the question and he's he's it doesn't bother him whatsoever. Um, you know, what is it going to take, though? I mean, why why are people talking about this so early in Patrick Mahomes' career when the obvious is he doesn't have that many rings yet? So why are people really just ready to crown him? I mean, we've been doing this with LeBron for a very long time. And, you know, I think you can easily argue that while, you know, trajectories are, are what they are and LeBron was this all-world prospect, Patrick Mahomes is playing as well as anyone has performed this early in their career. The fact that they've been to every AFC championship game, that he has been the quarterback of the team is quite impressive. So yeah, people like to measure, you know how it goes. People love to measure. Is it a, is it B? And so obviously the go conversation is silly at this point because Brady did stuff that, you know, where he played until he was 40, he won all these championships. And so I think even on some level, you know, unlike baseball where I don't, 
I don't think the Cal Ripken record is all that impressive. Um, it is impressive. Don't get me wrong. But in football, to play until you're 40, uh, to win championships uh, that late in your career, that's the kind of stuff where, sure, maybe Mahomes rattles off just as many rings as Brady or maybe more. Uh, but there's also that longevity. There's also the way that he played, like he won championships with different teams. And I think that's what makes this year interesting for Mahomes is this would be a different year for him. He's only thrown two touchdown passes in two of the last seven games. I, this is not the same Patrick Mahomes that's lighting the world on fire with his arm. I think it's the running back Isaiah Pacheco. And I think certainly it's that defense. Uh, Travis Kelsey is a nice story, but uh, yeah. I, I do think this, te- this team runs based on how well that defense is going to perform on Sunday. Uh, I want to ask you a question because there's a lot of ways for the 49ers to get to that 31 score, like you said, um, and perhaps ultimately win the Super Bowl. But my question to you is, you know, what, what are going to be – what are the deciding factors that you think will play out in the Super Bowl – you talked about Christian McCaffrey obviously earning the MVP. Um, but that being said, what do you think are some of the other key points that the 49ers are going to have to do to ultimately win the, the game? I think it starts on the defensive side of the ball. I think they've been bullied a little bit. And I think they've heard the media, they've heard people talk about how this Niners run defense specifically has been bullied in back-to-back weeks by the Lions, who, yes, very good offensive line. And the Packers, yes, very good offensive line. Uh, But still, some of the plays look bad. Chase Young out of position. We've kind of made fun of him before. Uh, But that's what it is to me. If they don't come with a certain level of, of intensity... They play a defense. They, you know what they're going to do. They're going to rush forward. They're going to sit back. They just got to play. And if I think early in the game, if you see the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line bullying this, this San Francisco defense, then it's like, uh-oh, we might be in trouble. But if you see this the San Francisco team coming out firing and, and playing with some intensity, I certainly think they're not the elite unit they've been in the past, but I certainly think stepping up, being a little bit of uh, frictionist against the run, and forcing Mahomes into some more difficult situations where maybe it's not Kelsey or maybe it's someone else but Kelsey. There's a little bit of the Jordan rules with Kelsey. You know he's going to get his. In the postseason, uh, he's had uh, – since the last time the Niners and Chiefs played, Kelsey's played in 12 uh, postseason games, which is remarkable. He's scored a touchdown in 10 of those games. Uh, he's gone north of 71 yards in every one of those games. And so I think he's going to get his. It's all about can you shut down the other stuff? Can you shut down the running game? Can you shut down whoever else might be the secondary choice, whether it's Rashi Rice or an unknown receiver? And so to me, it starts on the defensive side. But on the offensive side, the story's been Brock Purdy. A lot of people. One of the most popular prop uh, bets on the game is Brock Purdy to throw an interception. We all know how good this secondary is for the Kansas City Chiefs. The Niners want to run the ball. The Niners want to set everything up with the run. And I think if, again, the Chiefs also a little bit weak against the run. And so you have this element where if San Francisco is able to get started, same thing on defense, they got to stop the run. On offense, they got to run. And if they are able to get that, establish that running game, they are 100% going to be able to work the play action in here. And and I think there's going to be some very interesting opportunities. I don't love IU because it's a tough matchup, but I think there's some interesting opportunities for Kittle. And I think there's some very interesting opportunities for McCaffrey in the receiving game, and that's part of the reason I think he wins the MVP. Going into a game like this, you know, you got to assume, I mean, in any sport that the team, especially the coaching staff, likes to look at 
tape, film, whatever, figure out they could find some sort of edge. But at, at a certain point, I mean, how much does that really play into the preparation? Because maybe you go into this game trying to just do your thing, play your game at the very best. But how much do you think these coaches are going to be looking at the entire season um, the you know the seventeen plus games or whatever, and say, hey, you know they're not doing this that well. They've lacked here all season long. Maybe we can have an edge here. I mean, what's your well, how how do you think they're approaching this? Well, I think on the one side, San Francisco. I don't after what happened in the AFC Championship game and everyone questioning why did Baltimore stop running the ball. And I think that it's a valid question. The Chiefs, in the beginning of the game, their plan was to prevent them from running the ball, give them looks they should pass into. And I think it worked. And so if you're the Niners, you have to be aware of this. and You have to say, well, we can't let their, their defensive plan get us off our script. And, you know, I think the, the, the Chiefs have a greater ability to impact the Niners offense, potentially. For the Niners, like I said, it's just about being physical, being like forcing them to have to do something more than just pound the rock down their throat, like some of these other teams have. And, and even in a situation where Jared, Jared Goff was able to lead a comeback, running the ball and getting the ball to Amon Ross St. Brown and Sam Laporta. That sounds like a lot like running the ball with Isaiah Pacheco and Rashi Rice and Travis Kelsey. So I think that like it's a very simple it's a, it, to me, it's a very simple, like, what each team has to do. And as far, as far as overthinking it and, like, kind of trying to zig so you, you, you trick your opponent, I do worry both of these coaches are very much uh, keen to overthink things and make mistakes and, and you know, call a, a reverse to MVS when maybe you shouldn't. Or, you know, maybe you decide you're going to throw a random uh, wide receiver pass. I, I think both Shanahan and Andy Reid, give you enough pause that you're like, okay, I, I think they know what to do, but you never know. T t to me, that's the, and, and I think again, because of how badly Baltimore screwed up the previous game and how, and because of how much the, the Niners defense has been bullied. I think those two main net, I think you have to be self-aware. And so I, I think both teams will come in and play their game. And, and I think we'll truly get to see which team is the best. I want to ask you a couple questions before we uh, leave you. I, you know, a lot of cool prop bets, funny prop bets, silly, whatever. Um, you mentioned one, which, you know, I could see easily happening, throwing an interception. Uh, but that being said, w name a couple other prop bets that have maybe just, uh, you know, seen some light. And also, um, I want to talk to you about the likelihood, you know, could be even a prop bet. You know, how many fourth downs will these teams go for? I mean, it's it's interesting. Obviously, you know, Andy Reid likes to go for things. He has a lot of faith in his uh, his quarterback. But, you know, what, what's your – throw some at me right now. Yeah, so for, for, will there be a fourth down conversion is actually a minus odds proposition, okay. which means it's favored. Like, they're, they expect there to be a fourth down conversion. I've not seen a total number of fourth downs. That would be a – pretty interesting one because i think both teams are keen to go for it especially in the in the kind of middle part of the field yeah um as far as uh fun prop bets I, everyone bets the coin toss so i, I put it on record i'm on tails love the under <laughs> in the national anthem Re reva mcintyre has done a lot of public national anthems and she's always on the shorter side it's uh you got to go under 86 and a half seconds she also uh, wow. she has a product she's i've done some research here yeah. She's selling uh, Reba McIntyre is selling a boot called the big game boot for the Super Bowl. It's black. You can bet on her to wear black boots 
uh, two and a half to one. Uh, that's another fun <laughs> one. On the more on the more serious side, yeah. on the field, um, will any punt result in a touchback? Ooh. I'm uh, yeah, exactly. I'm saying uh, there will not be a touchback. Neither punter. Wow. Uh, has had many p- touchbacks this year. Uh, I, I really like that one. I think, and this is one of those areas where not as many people are looking to bet these types of props. So you might be able to get a better price. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I mean, we've given out 58 props for the game okay. on, on the sports gambling podcast. So I could literally do this all day. Um, but everyone always wants to know the Gatorade color. So I'll give you that one more fun one Gatorade color. I don't know if, if you have kids, you know that all kids love blue Gatorade now. Yeah. These, so as we've seen it, right, three out of the last five years, blue Gatorade. And I think this is because at half of the bins on the sideline are blue. So you're just playing the gamble. Which which bin is going to get picked up to get dumped on the coach? You got a 50-50 shot, blue Gatorade. And okay. you can get four to one. Four to one. I like it. Uh, you mentioned something uh, last week about uh, the over or under 86 yards uh, with McCaffrey. Is that still uh... – are you still feeling yeah, that? Yeah, so it, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I, the way, the, actually, my favorite way to play McCaffrey that isn't MVP is actually to take his two ways. One, take him to go over 33 and a half receiving yards, because I do think that he, he's going to get some work in the passing game, mm. even if they're ahead or behind. So that's yeah. one of the things I like to, you know, it, 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 if they fall behind, is this still a worthy proposition? The other one I really like is you can bet that Christian McCaffrey will have the most rush attempts plus receptions. Um, you think about it, the only other person that's going to be competing with him in this market is probably Isaiah Pacheco, barring an injury. And you only have to lay minus 160. So $1.60 wins you a dollar. Again, it's Christian McCaffrey. He's going to have 25-plus touches. So, yeah, it's, I'm a little chalky. I feel a little bit like your your basic fan, but I love Kelsey props and I love McCaffrey props. It just seems like they're going to go off. I dig it. I dig it a lot. Uh, I know you got a lot going on in Vegas, as so many people are. It's a big week. Uh, appreciate your takes, uh, you know, with uh, this just great game. The repeat, if you will, four years later. can't believe it. But uh, you mentioned it one more time. Remind everyone, you predict a score of what? 31, San Francisco 31, Chiefs 23. Here's the fun part. Kyle Juszczyk catches the first pass of the game for the San Francisco 49ers, wow. 24-1. All right, my man. Let's go. Talk to you next week. Have a good one. All right, cheers. Happy Super Bowl. There you go. More to come live here, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. Talking Super Bowl, talking waste management, talking a lot of things. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. And wait till you see that sunshine day. You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come And babe, won't it be fine Best is yet to come Come the day you're mine 